Welcome everybody to the GBO Podcast, where we're talking Gamecock basketball only. Brought to you by Modern Exterminating. We know what bugs you. As always, I'm Sumter. And I'm Bryce. Bryce, I'm not even going to ask. I'm in a ticked off mood. Yeah. It, t- t- today. Carolina sports, in general, had a bad weekend. Yeah, well, basketball had a bad weekend, so we'll just leave it at that. We're not going to... We're not going to dive into the world of of. Uh, of Can we the, just of start baseball. this pod with a little Ray Tanner hate? <laughs> okay, I mean, because he affects basketball. <laughs> sure. Ray, go ahead, Ray off, Tanner, off the, off the jump here, might be the definition of why a coach should never become an AD. Your thoughts? I, well, so I don't. I don't necessarily know if if a coach should ever become an AD, but where. One place that I do live is don't hire your people. Your heroes. Yeah, don't hire your hero. Don't hire your family because you can't fire your family. You can't fire your heroes. And well, I'm, I'm, you can fire them. You just don't want to. Right, right, right. You, you don't. And that's when I say you can't is, is that it's, it's hard to because firing Ray Tanner will sever, you, you know, uh, the relationship that the University of South Carolina has with Ray Tanner. And, um, you know, obviously, Ray Tanner affects the basketball program, so that's why we're talking about this. But he's probably, what, the most decorated coach in Carolina history, other than Don Staley, maybe? Well, some might say more decorated. I mean, he's got more national titles, doesn't he? He's got two titles. Yeah. Three appearance, three appearances. Yeah, and so, like, like the only other person, the only other coach at the University of South Carolina that's in the ballpark, that's in the same tier as Ray Tanner as Don Staley. Correct. And we promoted him to a position where we can't fire him. And and there's nowhere for him to go either. There's no AD2 spot for him to go. He needs to retire. Is that a fair? He does need to retire. So we can agree that the GVO pod <clears throat> agrees that Ray needs to go out into the sunset. Right, because and and there's some decisions that are going to have to be made that are coming up, and and let's tie this back to basketball. Like, what to do with Frank and how to handle Frank? You know, a firing Frank potentially, which we're obviously going to talk about today. We both, we, it, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a surprise to the listeners how we feel that we need to let go of Frank. However, however, um, if we retain him, he needs like a new contract, right? No, he got his new contract two extension years last year. But he has no buyout, right? He has zero buyout yeah. at the end of the season. And so if he's if he's gonna like if you were Frank Martin and you were being retained, wouldn't you want to renegotiate that? You would probably want a rolling year contract yeah. added on to with, say with, you have four years, you with, have four years. With, with some plan. level of buyout and security. And so like like th- th- there are decisions that are coming that he has to make that could be catastrophic for for, for the for sports teams, specifically the men's basketball team. Anyway. <clears throat> but we'll get into a little bit of uh, Frank talk at the end of our analysis. How about yeah, that? Yeah, so so uh, let's let's go ahead and get into this right off the bat here. We're, this is Sunday night. Um, the women just got our hearts broken, you know, um, probably back a couple hours ago. It hurt. It did. But let's talk about the start of the week. Tuesday night in Columbia, South Carolina, Missouri comes to town. Okay, so you, so so starting with the men. I mean, w- this was a game we were supposed to win. You know, and we kind of took care of business. Yeah, but 
We let them kind of get back into it, it got in the second scary. half. It, they cut it to one after we were, I believe, then, up 15. But then we broke it back open. You, you know, and, and then they kind of squeaked back in a little bit. We ended up winning by four. Thoughts on the game? I thought they played well. You, you know, it was senior night. Um, was, oh, was it senior night or it was, whoever it was, might be leaving It was night. whoever might be leaving night. Or, or I, as I like to re, re, uh, call it, uh, players Frank will not retain night. So usually senior night is, you know, people that have yeah. exhausted their eligibility or people that you know are going pro. Right. But at Frank Martin USA, it's let's let's let all the guys. Anybody who might leave. Who might leave. They, give, they them honored, a, give them a chance to honor them. They honored almost like the whole team. Like Stevenson, Bryant, Cousinard. Well, I did a little digging. So, you know, last pod we were talking about years of eligibility. Yeah. I have official eligibility numbers. Let's hear them. Jermaine Cousinard has two years. And we honored left. him on senior night. That's correct. And he is not an NBA draft pick. No, he is not. But the talk during the year is he wants to go to Europe and play basketball. Why? That so, should be that should be a red flag. Obviously, right there. okay. So so I, he has one year of eligibility, and then COVID gave him an extra. Right. So he has two years. All right. So so Jermaine Cousinard is the most talented player on this basketball team, and if we want to have a good basketball team next year, we need to have Jermaine with Cousinard. a pulse. We, we we need to have Jermaine Cousinard back. Right. Um. The fact that he would rather go to Europe than play in the SEC is very telling. Like, how many guys in Europe want to still be playing college ball? I'd probably put it at the 80 percentile. That's my guess. Like, like if you go ask guys in Europe what's the best, like guys that met, never made it in the NBA. There are Uncle Rico's out there saying, yeah. man, back in college I was the man. You, you know, is Jimmer for debt? You, you know, does he like playing in... Is, is his are the highlights of his basketball BYU or is it you know playing for that China team that he's become you, you know a, a he gets star paid for. well out there he does get paid well did they out build there. him a statue I, I think they might have built him a statue it's it's it, it maybe I, I don't know he's making statue money out there <laughs> statue money but just like he's gonna look back on basketball and I mean and maybe I just am, am just completely closed off to international basketball. You know, but but just like, I don't think it's it's kids' dreams to play in the NCAA tournament, for sure. Okay, it's kids' dreams to play in the NBA. Kids don't grow up wanting to go play in Australia or Greece. You know, like they want to play in the NCAA tournament, and like the fact that he's leaving, the the fact that we're honoring him because he doesn't want to continue to play here before going to play in Europe, that he just wants to go ahead and go. It says a lot about our program. It says that we have a program that kids don't want to be at. But Frank's a likable guy. Well, you know, maybe. So we beat Missouri. Yeah. Which we should have, which was good. And I will say this. Rotations. Frank played a lot of players. Yeah. He got up, played 10 or 11 again. I got a little worried, but we get the win because Missouri would have caused if we would have lost Missouri it would have caused pure chaos oh yeah so we get past Missouri and we were talking senior night let's finish that up I apologize Keyshawn Bryant has one year of eligibility left because of COVID yeah he is probably going to leave from what I've read he might go to Europe too 
<laughs> you need both of those guys coming back. Yeah. You have Eric Stevenson walking, who has one more of a year of eligibility. Now, word on the street is he is coming back. Right, right. And so, like, a guy like Stevenson, I, I'm less concerned about because he's he's only been here for one year. You, you know, like, it's possible he's going to transfer and play somewhere else. You, you know, like, it, it's... Especially if Frank doesn't get retained. Oh, man. He, but here's the thing. He, he gonna... dropped an F-bomb at Frank. Oh, uh, we Tuesday to, night. We need to talk about Tuesday, that. Let's, Tuesday talk, night. let's make a little nugget T- there. Tuesday night. So he... we're, we're watching. <laughs> there is a, I would say that Stevenson hurt his shoulder in some way. I haven't seen anything about this on. No on, one, in no the one wrote article or articles about it. He pulled his shoulder and it looked like he was hurting. And Frank was mad that the refs did not stop play. And, and Stevenson, Stevenson got up and started walking, favoring his arm. Oh, and he was like, he was... I'm staying in. I'm staying in. Well, that made I think Frank a little upset because because had he stayed on the ground under the basket, they the eventually would have stopped. They it. eventually would have stopped play. But instead, Frank waits till the TV timeout, and he <laughs> yep. can't even call his own timeout. He, he he went through like three or four possessions with Stevenson holding his shoulder. Like at one point, Stevenson tried to catch a pass, and, and he, he just went through his hands. He did not catch that pass. Yeah, and so then they, 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 so we get to the TV timeout. The team's coming to the uh, to Frank the does his yell in the face situation, yeah, and Stevenson turned around and, and he, said, "This is you know, this is uh, we're about a hundred feet away, but we saw a family friendly podcast, you know, sometimes here, but uh, but he 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 said uh he he said an f bomb." He told Frank to go shove, shove it, it somewhere. Shove it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, or or, or 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 something off. And it got the assistant coaches grabbed him and just took him to the locker room. Oh yeah, and that it was oh, yeah. kind of the first time we're like we saw a player finally spit back at Frank. It was interesting to see. Yeah. So Stevenson's a baller, man. He's a player. But I, lo- but I, I love watching him play. Came He's back tough. in five minutes later, finished it out. Didn't see anything of it. But yeah, we, there was a time. If Stevenson had been, if Stevenson had been on the 2017 team, they'd have won the national title. Ooh, that's a bold statement. Oh yeah, could you imagine the defense of playing Chris Silva at the four, at the five, and then just rolling with Sundarius, Stevenson, Notice, and Mackey? We love reminiscing to the one. We, good we year, do, don't we? we do, we do. But just could you imagine just those four guys? Like no one, they wouldn't get the ball across half court. Just the trap, the, the the half court trap. It would just been amazing. He was Stevenson was meant to be like the third best player on a college basketball team. He can't carry your team, but man, if he's your third best, second or third best player, like like just what he brings defensively, as he, he can get hot and and carry you for a half. You know, like oh, he he would have just been great. Anyway, Brandon Martin also walked. There we go. And technically, he has one year extra because of COVID. I need him to leave. I just said it. Yeah. I know he's Frank's son. He, or he's not a D1 athlete. Or just it no, it's okay that he is on the team. He is a walk-on. He is not taking a scholarship. He's taking up some minutes. He though. needs to play walk-on minutes. <laughs> walk-on minutes. Yeah. Brian Steele walk-on minutes? No. No, no, no. Um uh, uh who was the kid whose dad played at NC State walk-on minutes? Uh she, I, I I can't pronounce his name. Starts with a C. He was a walk on here. Uh, there's a reason I can't pronounce his. I I can't remember his name because he never played. <laughs> gotcha. So anyway, we had those guys. Glenn's walk- gonna yell at me for not oh, being able to. Glenn's come up gonna this. be upset. He's gonna be upset. So anyway, 
we beat Missouri, and Frank, after the Missouri game, post-game, was talking about he was in full PR mode. Oh, yeah. And he was campaigning for the NCAA tournament. I mean, I mean what if we win at Auburn? The, he goes, the number it, of times that I've heard, <laughs> what if we just win at Auburn? Bryce, oh, Bryce, man. Did, we uh, win, did we win at Auburn? We got trashed. Well, so we got trashed, and then we didn't get trashed, and then we got trashed. Like, So we got down 20. Yeah, but then we cut it to two, right? I think we cut it to two. At one point, we cut it to two, and then they blew it back out. Yeah. I think we were down 16, 17 at the half. We might have cut it maybe down to six or eight, nine range, and then they put it back on us. Yeah. They beat us by 11. I will say this. The team never gave up. Yeah, they played. I was proud of they them. They did not lay down. Yep. I will always call that out. And I will say this. Frank's teams usually don't lay down. There's my compliment to Frank. Usually, they don't lay down. Sure. There's effort. Sometimes they don't show up. That's different. We're talking just pure effort. Yeah. Even though the Coastal Carolina second half was yeah. bad. Yeah. Anyway, we lose to Auburn. It kind of dies down the chances of making the NCAA. And it, actually, it doesn't die down the chances of making the NCAA. The talk. The Frank like, PR talk. Okay, okay, yes. Had we beaten... Oh, God. Because Frank was all about, like, you know, if we beat Auburn, we, we comparing to all these other teams, we're great. He's like this. I don't like the, you know, the efficiency, you know, beating people by a lot or getting not getting beat by a lot of points. Frank, you knew how the net worked going yeah. into the year. This is not like a new system that just came out. And it, just the complaining and the excuse-making, that's what gets old every year. Yeah. And I will say this, you know, we're hoping to make the NIT, but as of the projections on this Sunday, we are not projected to make the NIT at 18 and 12. And technically we're 17 and 12 because, again, the Allen game doesn't count. Um, and ultimately this team is who is who they've been all year. They've been the same. Like, like the, and, and um, up and down, up and down. Um, but, but honestly, not a ton of ups. This team did not beat a team in SEC play that had an above 500 record. This team didn't have any Q4 losses this year. That's true. That's something to say. Now we lost to Princeton coastal, coastal but those were Q3s. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm stating facts. There you go. I, I, the, <laughs> But but just like like um, the LSU finished nine and nine in the SEC, so did A and M. You know, so we finished in the seventh in the standings. So for the SEC tournament, we're the seventh seed playing the ten seed Mississippi State. Yeah, well, that's a game we can win. Well, we lost on the road. We beat them at home. Need Should to show be. up. And I will say this: we need to beat them to have a chance to make the NIT. Frank. Yeah. I th- if we if we lose to them, I don't. I I think it is possible we don't even go to the NIT, and then that will t- turn into some conversation in the off season because Gigi Jackson is supposedly going to announce, you know, in two or three weeks. He named his top six. We, we need to this go, week. Okay, so we need to go ahead and talk about this. But but so let's let's wrap up the NCAA the the SEC tournament. So the men play here. Thursday in Tampa, right? Mississippi State around six o'clock ish. Yeah, in Tampa, Frank. Only has five SEC wins in nine years in yep. the SEC tournament. It's it's time so, to shine. It's time to shine. It's not like put if, up and shut up. Yeah, it, like if if um he needs to win this game 
and then um how many how many total games do we have to win we, we got to win I think well you'd have to win four right. to win the turn to win the turn to, to win the whole thing but uh but just you but know I just want to say this Mississippi State is projected a fifth seed in the NIT and we're not even projected so if we win this game we're probably in the NIT so so if we beat Mississippi State we're in the NIT to make the tournament I think we absolutely have to get to the final game, and I think we have to win the whole thing. I think we have to win the tournament, which comes with an automatic bid. But let's don't hold your breath. We talk about this every year. Question Coulda, for woulda, you. We don't do well in the SEC tournament. Question, question for you. Is this team, on paper, does this team have a better resume than Ronaldo Bachman's team that lost to Florida in the NCAA final game and then didn't make the NCAA tournament? No. No, they don't. The, yeah. the, the, their resume is not as good. That team had beaten Florida. Twice during twice the season. During the season. That team had beaten the, the eventual national champion twice. Is it bad that I knew the score of that game? We lost 49-47. It was a low-scoring game, and Trey Kelly missed that three in the corner. Yeah. And, and Joe Kim Noah hit that little – hit that little, Joe Kim Noah blocked Renato Bachman's shot. His then, put back. Yeah, and, and then uh, and then come down the come down the court, and um, and, and, and he makes the go-ahead the, the go bucket posting up. Posting up Ronaldo. Man. Yeah. That was a wild day. I ate at Chili's that day on Two Notch. That and was I, a wild and I had day. And I had to rush home to hit that 1 o'clock CBS SEC tournament final. Do you remember that day? It was a weird day. I was in college. I, I, out, I wasn't, I wasn't out, in hey, Columbia. First of all, shout out to Columbia. Chili's yeah. on Two Notch. Love me some Chili's. Anyway, <laughs> carry on. Anyway. Um, but but just that team was better, had a better resume than this team does. This team has to win the tournament to make the NCAA tournament. And win one game to maybe make the NIT. All right, so Gigi Jackson came out with his top six. Can you name his top six? Uh, Well, so one of them's the G League. That's right. Duke, North Carolina. Duke, North Carolina. North Carolina. Us, that's four. Us. Auburn is five. And then, interesting. Georgetown. Georgetown. Which You didn't think I was going to be able to do that. That was impressive. Georgetown (laughs) had a terrible year after we beat them. Yeah, their season. I think they only won six or seven games all year. Yeah, Patrick Ewing. Yeah, who would have thought? Not a good coach. I, I don't think he's picking Georgetown. That's fair. Yeah, Auburn kind of scares me. Yeah, because Bruce Pearl's a winner. Talk about a team that capitalized on making the Final Four. Wow, that's an interesting point. Yeah, but he's also a proven track record of a winner everywhere he goes and makes the tournament. That's true. Where he goes, that's true. I mean, so was Frank Martin. You know, Frank Martin's resume at Kansas State is very good. Well, his resume since then... Not so good. Minus the Final Four. That's right. Yeah, but but just like... Um, but so anyway, so so Gigi's going to announce in two weeks. Two to three weeks, he's supposedly going to pick. And he's also, after he picks the school, he's going to say if he's going to stay in high school, either at Ridgeview or transfer to Oak Hill, where his head coach is going to go right. coach. Or does he reclassify and come and, and so, come next year? And so he would be able to come next year. If That's he reclassifies. right. Now let's talk best case scenario for the Gamecocks. I would say that. So the, well, let's say this: we win an SEC tournament game and we make the NIT. Sure. Okay. Okay. So so best realistic. Oh, best yeah, realistic. Yeah. We're not yeah. talking. We're not talking dream world here. Yeah. We win a game. We make the NIT. Maybe win one or two games there. Yeah. There's a little least we made a, a postseason tournament. That's what we're hoping for. And then he reclassifies and picks us for next year. That would be a realistic best case scenario. So 
yes, that would be awesome. But the the problem of this is that we're putting our program in the hands of a kid who's going to be here for one year. Probably. Right? Of a kid who's going to be here for one year, coached by a guy who, in the last five years, just cannot. He's a 16 to 18 win coach. Yeah. Coached by a guy that just doesn't get it done. And uh, and hasn't been getting it done, and, and and has become the same thing, and and so ultimately, like, to keep Frank because of a recruit, like I understand if Gigi reclassifies and comes here, and wants to play for Frank, I understand why you're gonna keep Frank, but then, but just we're gonna have the same problems in a year when Gigi leaves, and y'all, it's not a given that Gigi Jackson turns this thing around. Look at Georgia. Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards. He's good. Anthony Edwards is he a good He was the number one player. pick. He didn't do anything for their their school. Did nothing for their school. And they're just stuck with more years of Cream. Well, no, I think Cream's going to be fired. Yeah, but but just like. Oh, interesting. Other SEC schools are going to be firing some coaches. Let's call this out real quick. I think Georgia's going to fire Cream. Yeah. And I think Martin at Missouri's gone. He didn't, he didn't have any more kids or assistant coaches that can come in that are five-star Dad. Sure. All right. Sure. But 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 so like but but the Georgia thing is a perfect example. Crean's been terrible at Georgia. He wasn't able to capitalize off of Edwards. He wasn't able to put together a winner with Edwards. And here's the thing: if Gigi Jackson is on this team next year, who is he playing with? Maybe Levesque, Stevenson, and Devin Carter and Jacoby Wright, Woodley Gray, and then. Who else? Who, who makes the team? I don't yeah. know. Who, who whoever transfers push in, out and who whoever transfers, transfers in. in, and so like, like, like we've seen this, we've seen this before. Look at LSU. Look at Ben Simmons and LSU. They declined the NIT that Frank year. Martin, we beat we beat them. Frank Martin beat them. Yep, that was a wild game at home. I remember we yeah. we heckled the crap out of Ben Simmons. Yeah, we did. Interesting. All these number one picks went to these schools, didn't do anything, and we beat them. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. But anyway, so like um, putting our trust in Gigi and keeping Frank for that, you know, like. Uh, Again, you don't keep a, just keep, just keep a coach for one Obviously, coach, if, one if Gigi commits and reclassifies, we're going to keep him. We're going to keep Frank. Even can, if we I lose to Mississippi it. State. Like, I can see it. Like, like and and for, for us to have the opinion to fire him, we just like Gamecock Twitter would revolt on us like like just and think we're absolutely insane but uh but just i do not see gg jackson moving the needle if he's here for one year he he's not changing anything because this program is frank martin's program and it is what it is and that would be 10 years 10 frank, years and one fr- tournament and frank that going we barely into 11th year. how is he still our coach because the expectations low have, standards we we just have low standards here really low standards yeah. really low standards and and so and so yeah and and if Gigi Jackson doesn't reclassify but commits to us and we have to ride out two more years of Frank that that's probably the worst case scenario yeah I think we need to fire him because here's the other thing if we are god awful next year oh which we're gonna be it could it, it could happen but also he could probably win sixteen to seventeen wins and he'll start pring to say yeah. That we're in, in a, you know, tournament team. And once once GG gets here, we'll, we'll win some games. If we're awful next year, um, the kid, 
until the kid signs his letter of intent, you, you know, like until he shows up at class, Hub- Hubert Davis and John Shire can snag him, you, you know, like, well, we'll see what happens. But anyway, that's upcoming. But I also did want to, we mention- should not, my opinion on this, we should not keep Frank for Gigi Jackson. Agreed. I understand if we will, but we shouldn't do it because it will, because G Gigi's not going to stay here long enough to change the program. And, and, and this program is Frank's program and he is, and he has become a coach that cannot win enough to get it done. I can't say it any better. Yeah. I also do need to mention, we have the modern exterminating. We know what bugs you bugging us this week. And that is inbound plays at Auburn. Yeah. We couldn't get the ball in. It's pretty bad when passing and inbounding turns into a problem when you're on the road in the SEC. We couldn't get – you know, it's funny. Uh, someone on Gamecock Twitter hit us up that said, I don't think Frank's changed our inbound play in 10 years. <laughs> well, it, you know, if it worked, that'd be one thing. But there were, a, there were four or five times we couldn't pass the ball in. That's, does that make you sad? Or is that just – is this working me up and this doesn't bother you? No, it's terrible. It's just bad coaching. It's just bad coaching. Inbounding the ball is fundamentals. Is bad coaching. Could I coach fundamentals? I don't know. You'd probably struggle to get the ball inbounds. They'd probably steal it from you from time to time. That hurts. Yeah, you know. You're not a you're not an SEC basketball player. Could I score on Brandon Martin? No. You couldn't. I'm six four, one ninety. Could I score on Brandon Martin one on one? No. He Brand, sh- he Brandon Martin's down. maybe 6'5", 220. Yes, but he's a better basketball player than you. You don't think I could score one point? No. I don't think he would score a point. If he was trying, if he was trying, if he was trying to keep you from scoring, you wouldn't score a basket. I think we need to set this up. Sure. <laughs> I, <laughs> let's get him listening to the pod. Brandon Martin, if you're out there, Bryce wants to play you one-on-one. I just want to see. Yeah, you you would you would get destroyed. I'm sorry. I know that I know that's not what you wanted me to say. Fair enough, Bryce. You weren't a college basketball player. I was a church basketball athlete. Were you a high school basketball player? JV. You weren't even a varsity high school basketball player. Church basketball champion. Okay. So, do you know who else was would have probably won a church basketball championship? Who? Brandon Martin. I bet he would have been amazing. Well, you, know, you know who's going to be amazing in the Eastminster Men's League? What's that? In like three or four years, Eric Stevenson. Oh, man. <laughs> he'll be talking a lot of trash. Oh, man. And he'll they'll just be going in from, it, from all over the court. Eric Stevenson was born to play in the mid twenties in the mid twenties men's league and just and just dominated in a church gym. Jewish community center. Oh my he would god! Kill it. He would kill it. Just kill it. <laughs> he, he he was born to play this. He he'd play down low. He'd play out. He'd play outside. Oh, it'd be amazing. Any more thoughts on the men before we switch we to, over? We we need to talk about the women. Well, the unthinkable happened today. Yeah, we blew a game. Yeah. Just blew it. We were up on Kentucky. Well, before we get to that, let's we don't want to skip games. We open the SEC tournament on Friday. We handle Arkansas no problem. Yeah. We play Ole Miss on Saturday. We were handling pretty well. They cut it down to like 
six, seven, eight. We win around the eight to ten range. We win. We go into Kentucky Day. Kentucky's actually was hot. You know, they beat LSU. They beat Tennessee, two, three seeds. They come into the game today. We kind of get up on them. They were competitive early. Ryan Howard. Uh, actually, I keep on saying Ryan Howard. Baseball player. <laughs> I forget her first First name. baseman for the Phillies. She's projected. You were hanging out with Stefan too, yeah, too much last yeah. night. So, she's projected the second pick in the WNBA draft, and we kind of held her in check. They are close early. We break it up to about yeah, 10, they defended her 15. Great. We're hovering around the 10-point range, and then the fourth quarter happened, and we scored a career, a career, a season low in a quarter, seven points. And they hit a clutch three-pointer down the stretch man. with a few seconds left, and we lose. Got a foul. Foul to give, man. Well, no, give. we no, yeah, we had a foul to give. Foul Why to didn't give. we have two or three fouls? To I think give. we had two or three fouls to give because they were inbound on the ball because Boston fouled, right? And and I'm telling you, this girl it just swished it at the top of the key, and I didn't know what to say. I was a little shocked. Yeah, you don't get used to the women losing. No, that's something that well, it's only happened twice this season. And I guess playing devil's advocate, is it better to lose now? Than in the NCAA tournament. Well, obviously the answer to that is yes. Like, like the, the, there's this thing out there. I just want to win it all, all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah. But the, so, so the a, a lot of the way that Gamecock Twitter is reacting to the loss is by saying uh, this: the, they needed to to lose now. You know, and and that's that's that that's a little. Uh, hey, TRC had a good quote today. He's like, you know. Gang, uh, you know, the women had to lose. They need to lose this one today. Just, you know, shape up for the tournament. I thought that yeah. was funny. Yeah. But just, I, I think he was mocking somebody. Yeah, he was. Yeah. <laughs> He's tired uh, of hearing it. Yeah. But, uh, but so, so, uh, like, but, but at the same time, I mean, here's the deal. Before today, before tonight, Dawn won what? Six of the last seven SEC tournaments? That's right. Okay. Um, and and so you, you know you, you you're not gonna win them all. It's like, just frustrating. Like, like you're not gonna win them all. Te- teams give you that when you're the best. Teams get up to give you their best game. You know you always get the opponent's best game when you are the best. Like for example, every time Kentucky comes to town, men in in, in men's basketball, it's a show. It's a show. And, and they get our best game. And we beat them from time to time, don't we? Every two or three years, Every we beat two or them. three years, yeah. Like every time. And, and that's been true with every coach. That's that's with every coach that has. Every it, couple of years we beat Kentucky. You, yes. you know, Especially Frank, at home. Frank Frank gets, Frank gets the team up for them and gives them their best game. Uh, we, we gave them our best game this year. It, was, it wasn't quite enough, but we gave them our best game this year. Right. Horn. Got the team up and gave them their best game. I mean, like, Horn beat them with Downey, right? Of course they did. It was the best game ever played. Yeah. Um, and so, um, you, you know, same with Odom, same with Fogler. You, you, you know, like, um, when you're the best, you get the opponent's best game every night. Um, and just, they just didn't have it in the fourth quarter, and that's why they lost. You know, um, ultimately... I don't think this prepares them or like, like I don't think this moves the needle on their in seat up. Like I Charlie don't think, cream said, we're still the number one overall pick because we had so like, much cushion because of the year here, we had. Here, here's the deal. If the women 
whatever the women do in the NCAA tournament will define this season. Correct. This game doesn't matter. Like it matters, but it, it, it was final four or bust to start the year. It, it, it ultimately like, it, and honestly it's, it's national title or bust here. Right. Like, like, uh, like a, not winning the national title being the number one team in the country all year is going to be disappointing. That's obviously a ton of pressure to put on the women, but, um, it's going to be disappointing not winning the national title. Uh, if they win the national title, we will n- never talk about this basketball game ever again. Correct? Until the next SEC tournament. It probably won't even Maybe. be Maybe. Yeah, yeah like, like if we play Kentucky next year in the SEC title game, sure, we'll talk about it. But it, but but will you care? No. No? Will Watching highlights, if, if they win the national title, watching highlights of, of, the, of, the, of the buzzer beater three, Will that bother you? Will that make you hurt? No. No. It won't at all. But today it was just a frustrating and hurtful. Yeah. But but just... Would you say that... I mean, women's basketball is South Carolina's premier winner. Oh, yeah. We're, winner. We're a women's basketball school. We probably need to start saying that more. Like or do you are. think people know it? Do you think the majority of Gamecock fans... Sure, believe that. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you how I know the majority of Gamecock fans believe that. There was a number that came out: average attendance. The women averaged three thousand more uh, fans than the men did this year. I wonder why. Because they win. Because they're great. Because Dawn's pleasant. Dawn's teams are pleasant and fun to watch. And winning helps. My wife hates Frank Martin. She loves Dawn Staley. She goes to every women's game. Yeah. She she hadn't been when's the last time she's been to a men's game? I can't recall. It's it's been a few years. Right. You know, that like she there are a couple seasons where she was there every night. There's you, games you know, that my wife doesn't want to go to the men's games anymore, and she loves men's basketball. Yeah. There are games I don't want to go to. I did not want to go to Missouri. I just didn't want to go. I ended up going. But I didn't you, I didn't want to go. You went to catch a t shirt and a rally towel. No. I just wanted, it was the last game. Wanted to hang out in the, you know, one more time. But, uh, but just, it's like, we are a a women's basketball school and, um, and the fans know it because the fans go to the women's basketball games more than they go to the men's. If I would have told you 10 years ago that we were a premier women's basketball school and that was our best sport, would you have believed it? And that and and that Frank Martin was still like was the coach of the men for sure th- those entire ten years sure and and what was our best sport in overall in all sports when when's Tanner promoted when did that happen ten years ago it's, it's it was twenty twelve it, it was I think it was about the year so we're winning Spurrier's we're, last good year around there so so we're winning twelve thirteen I think and, and we're winning College World Series yeah because the the, we were in the College World Series. We lost in 2012 in the yeah, finals. Yeah, so, so 2012 off season. Okay, so 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 we've we we've that's the year that we lost, having won two in a row. Right, we that. lost Arizona. Yep. Okay. Um, and Spurrier's in his heyday. Yep. Um, we're excited about Frank Martin coming in, and that in ten years it's just going to be Gamecock women's basketball, and that's it. I would be shocked. And I would have said Frank was here for 10 years and he made one final four 
and nothing else. Especially telling me that the men made a Final Four you and that we're it. a women's basketball school. I would, I, I just wouldn't believe it. It's kind of hard to believe. The men and the women were in the, in the Final Four in the same weekend. It's kind of hard to believe. Like, like it's it's kind of amazing that that in ten years w- what's happened to to the program kind of brings us back to what we were talking about at the start of the show. Expectations, Ray Tanner, and Ray Tanner. You know, like the athletic department is not what it was ten years ago. And we don't want you guys to think that we blame Ray Tanner for everything, but there are some things that are his handiwork. Yeah, I mean the, the 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 so so if we're talking about Ray Tanner, we, we weren't able to fire Frank last year because of the Muschamp buyout. Well, that and Alex English bullied the board. Right, but but if we hadn't have paid the Muschamp buyout, there would have been more support from the board to spend the three million to fire. Fair point. Even though Alex English is Frank's buddy, sure, but just like like the the Muschamp buyout. Obviously, this is now a football thing that relates to this, but but like we couldn't fire Frank and Muschamp in the same season, and that's all Ray Tanner's fault, you know. And and, and I don't want Ray Tanner hiring any more coaches. Oh, it'll be Mike Boykin. That's who it's gonna be. That's who he's gonna hire. It's Mike Boynton. <laughs> I don't know who he's Boynton. Boynton. I'm sorry. Boynton. It's all right. I, I, I've I had, always done this with his name. You pulled a mic there. Yeah, you I did. definitely pulled I a did. mic. I did. But but uh but but that's who he's gonna hire. On a side note, there's a few other Gamecock podcasts that have mentioned Mike Mike Boynton, BJ Mackey, and Andy Kennedy as their candidates. And I just want to be clear, we mentioned that before all of them. Yeah, yeah, but but we also mentioned that like that only Andy Kennedy is is the one we want. But I just think it's candidates. funny that other podcasts were mentioning those. I was like, they must have Maybe listened, listened to the pod. Maybe they're listening to GBL. Yeah, we were there first. We broke it first. But uh, but just like that's who he's going to hire, and his season's kind of gone a little south at Oklahoma State. I haven't looked at their record. What's going on this year? I don't think it's that great. Well, he made the tournament, and I think he got an extension. Was it last year? I think he got an extension because he I'm had not, the number one pick. I'm not sure. Was it Kate Cunningham or something like that? The guys that went yeah. number one. And then BJ Mackey. Wake Forest was pretty good this year. He was assistant there. But Andy Kennedy, UAB, I, I believe is. I got to see what they're doing in the Conference USA tournament, but they should be making the dance. He's 13 and 14, 6 and 10 in the Big 12. Not good. Not good. I totally think he would up and leave. Oh, yeah. He could probably get in with Gigi, too. But we'd have to pay his buyout, too. Uh, we don't like paying buyouts out, you know, out here anymore. Yeah. But just, like, that'll be the hire because it'll make fans happy. Right. And it'll be... And, 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 it, and it won't be... And he will have the same amount of success as Frank Horn Odom did. And it'll... Like, it'll be the, it'll be the exact same thing because ultimately our standard here is just low. If if we keep Frank for Gigi Jackson, okay, and then and then have to wait two years for Gigi Jackson, I mean, we're gonna have, we're talking about 12, 13 years of Frank Martin and making the tournament one time. Cause I'm not convinced we hey, make the tournament with Gigi Jackson. Frank says we're a great team. Define great. In the post game of the Auburn game. 
Define great. He said that we are a good... I don't know if he said good or great. I'll, I'll say this. It's his third best team in 10 years. And we could miss the and NIT. We could, and we could potentially miss the NIT. <laughs> it's his third best team. That says it all. And and I, I think it's pretty clear that it's his third best team. The best team is the Final Four team. The second best team is the team the season before the Final Four team. And then the, the third best team, other than this season is probably maybe the Coats are team that had the really rough out of conference schedule but then went like 11 and 7 in SEC like went 16 and 16 but 11 and 7 in SEC play you know missed the NIT well I do need to bring this up I got into a debate with a few people on Twitter this week and it was over NIT where the talk was NIT yeah and they tried to tell me that Frank Martin would be a better coach in the IT than Dave Odom. And I stopped him right there and said, Dave Odom <laughs> is the winningest coach in NIT history, has the most wins. Did this really happen? Oh, I got into a debate. I got to stop letting you run the GBO Twitter. Yeah, that could be true. But I, I'm, t- I'm telling you, they tried to tell me that Frank Martin would be better than IT. I, I stopped him right there. No one's better than Dave Odom in NIT. Chicken hoops. I'd love for you to. Oh my god! You know, bring in your thoughts, but I will say this: Dave Odom is a winner in the NIT. You know, he'd let you down. You'd miss the tournament, but when he made that NIT, he, he was ready it. to win. He, he's ready he to liked win. Madison Square Garden. That's oh, all I have goodness. to say about that. So anyway, I mean, so does Frank Martin. Well, that's true. One time in ten years. That's that's right. Didn't we beat Iowa State in Madison Square Garden? That sounds right, and we no, might have beat no, no, no. Syracuse. It was, the, it was the Barclays Center. It Barclays. wasn't. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't MSG. It was in New York. It was Sandarius' sophomore year. They were number nine in the country. We beat them. It in the was Barclays in New Center. Jersey, or was it in Brooklyn? It was. It was in the New Brooklyn arena. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, women will find out their um, spot in the NCAA tournament Sunday next Sunday. Yeah. The men are hoping to. Make a little noise in the tournament. Yeah. You hope and pray, right? Sure. So we, we hope one, they win one, one game at a time. So we got Mississippi State six just on Thursday. Let's beat Mississippi State. Let's just, yeah. That is that let's we do that can first. do. That we can do. So let's do that. No excuses is what you're saying. No, like like we can beat Mississippi State. So let's go out there and take care. Let's not think about winning the whole thing. Let's just go beat Mississippi State. All right. Anything else you got for this week? That's it. That's it. It was a weird week. The women hurt me today. They're going to make it up to you. I, I they need they need to make it up to me. Yeah, they're, they're going to make hurt. it up to you. I was hurt today. They're going to make it up to you. All right, we're out. We'll see you next week. Hopefully, we're in a better mood next week after some heroics this week for the men. I, I don't see it coming. All right, GBO out. Go Cox. <laughs>